and I, and it sends chills through my spine because I just think people need to hear that. I think they need to wake the fuck up and realize that you are not meant to be a carbon copy of everyone else. And you're not meant to do as others do. You're meant to do as you do. You're meant to have your own thoughts. You're meant to think critically. And I don't care what school taught you. I don't care what everyone else is doing. What I care about is what you do and what you want to do and what's in your heart. And I don't care if people don't like it. And I don't care if they don't like you and you shouldn't either because it doesn't fucking matter. This is Way of the Artist with Brandon Colby Cook and Evan Schulte. Identifying your blocks and demystifying your struggles so that you can claim your own path and make your life a work of art. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. Hope everybody is doing okay out there <laughs> in the world. Uh, you know, we all need uh, we all need a place to vent, isn't that right, Brandon? We all need uh, we all need a way to to get you know all of that stuff that's inside of us, you know, a place to go, or sometimes even just a place to creatively check out during these trying times all over the globe and uh and <laughs> this is my kind of half-assed <laughs> lame attempt at <laughs> doing a segue into into our topic today but um you know what it's a great way for finding your way back to art and i think that you know at the start of like the pandemic i don't really want to talk about it too much but i'm just gonna i just want to touch on it for now but at the start of it lots of people started picking up, you know, like little art people were in lockdown, um, started doing creative things. I think that people are starting to fall away from that, you know, cause things have, you know, sort of reopened up for people or, you know, things kind of get pushed to the side as they, they, they often do. But, you know, I think that, uh, for, for other reasons now, and, you know, this is something that I think that happens a lot is, people have some sort of creative outlet, some sort of art that whether you're a professional or just an enthusiast or just a hobbyist or a person who likes to dabble in a lot of different things, sometimes we don't create time for that. Sometimes we don't give it space. And this conversation is really about making a case for, you know, finding your way back to some art, to creating some things, um, why that's a really good idea. I mean, I think that a lot of people in general will say it's like, yeah, 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 no, like it's 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 good, you know, to to be involved in an art. It seems like an an obvious thing, but we're just going to make an even extra case for it. Like, hey, really start getting back into this stuff and this is as much a reminder for, you know, ourselves as it is for um for everybody else. So, Brandon, you got something to add to that? I would also add that having a hobby is is really valuable i mean i think a lot of artistic expression can come out of having something that you're interested in or passionate about something that i don't know like something where you feel like you can put yourself into and get something positive out of yourself that and i think also hobby what's really important about a hobby is that you do something for the sake of enjoying doing it that that it's there's a certain amount of play in there 
I think play is really important. I might even add that kind of to the importance of this discussion because, I mean, life can be stressful and we can get anxious and we can get scared and we can get angry and all of these things. And there's nothing, that's not to say that none of those emotions are valid because I think a lot of them are. And I think, um, I think sometimes misdirected, I think sometimes confused, but it doesn't mean that you're not allowed to have those emotions. And I think also that, you know, you don't want to let that stuff dominate your life. I don't think you want to let anxiousness and stress and fear and anger and all that stuff be like what your life becomes all about. And also, I think it's really, really important that we never let ourselves get so mechanical about life that we behave like drones or robots uh, or like just these kind of mindless machines that just wake up in the morning and go to a job or, or do something productive because you're just so much more than being productive. And not to mm -hmm. say that being productive isn't a good thing because it is, it has its place. Session and art and creativity and even hobby and play these things are really, really important for finding purpose and like life force, you know, which I think what we're really, we're kind of trying to advocate the idea of like, what's your life force? Like come back to your life force and we might call it art. We might call it creativity, but Hey, what's your life force? What makes you, you, the, what's the thing that is inside of you that wants out, you know, that wants expression, that wants attention, give it attention. And I think, um, almost even more so in stressful, anxious times. I think also when you have that, I mean, one last thing I'll say about that is I think when you have a life force activity, a life force um, focus, you actually begin to reconnect your humanity, your fellow man, your fellow woman, your whatever you want to call, um, because you begin to realize what life is all about. Life is not about us being machines, being productive, getting stuff done. It's not about that, really. I mean, yes, those are important, valid things, but that's not really what life is about. Life is about being a human being with all sorts of incredible stuff inside of you and finding out what you can do with that, you know? And you don't need to be so small that all you do is just do a bunch of tasks and go back to sleep. So that's kind of what, what I would say. And I think it all relates. I mean, finding your way back to your art in a lot of ways is finding your way back to yourself. It's finding your way back to your life force. It's finding your way back to your child, your inner child. You know, it's just come back to that. You know, don't, don't take life so serious, even if it is very serious, even if you're in the middle of war, you know, there's still a human being inside of there. You don't just have to soldier on. You don't just have to be a machine. You can take some time out of the day just for you just and give it some space i think it's really important i think it's healing and i think it's necessary so i actually added a lot more than i thought it would <laughs> <laughs> well it was a great addition yeah i i think that um oh what was the word that you you had used oh yeah like or or the phrase i guess it's um you know what's inside of yourself getting in touch like with yourself i think that that is um you know that's one of the things that that art i think when you're really engaged with art with the right mindset that's what it it does um 
is that I think great art is kind of a surprise. You know, there's this element of surprise, which is, I think, a really essential element to to art and, and its importance, you know, especially when, you know, we live in, you know, our lifestyles have become increasingly kind of automated and we have uh, a great deal of things to distract ourselves with. Art is this thing that kind of occupies this space of other. It puts you into an other space. There's no, I mean, yeah, you can phone art in. Certainly you can, you can phone it in, but then, you know, that's your, your, you're missing out on on the real sort of fruits and the vitality that it has to offer um, no matter what, you know, your interest is with it, you know, whether you're interested in going somewhere with it or pursuing it as a, as a profession or if it's just something that, that you, you do every, you know, Wednesday night or something like that, you know, you, you pick it up and it's, Art can take you to a place of that essential element of surprise because it sneaks up on you. You know, even earlier today, I was just picking up, you know, my guitar. And, and this was actually part of what sparked this conversation um, for all the all of you listeners was, you know, I... As, as some people might know, I play guitar. I played guitar for, oh God... I guess probably like over 20 years now. And it's one of these things where it's like sometimes like I'm I'm playing a lot and and at times I don't even pick the instrument up for a long time and I'm just kind of coming out of a space of time where it's like oh I haven't really been playing guitar m- much at all and uh having that sense of of and coming back to it and and understanding it's like oh yeah like i've been missing this i've been i haven't been creating the time and space to do this and you know sometimes it's a it's a specific thing for me it was just like oh i want to learn how to to play this song that i've been wanting to learn for such a long time but you know it leads from one thing to the next thing and 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 i just sent a recording to uh you know, our, our mutual friend, Ash, not long ago, because it's like, oh, this is kind of a neat little thing that just, just came out that, that, uh, a sound, a a couple of, of chords, a little sort of riff that, that I was like, oh, this is pretty. And it wasn't something that I had, um, intended on happening. It, it just kind of came with me playing some songs that I knew and then, you know, stumbling across something that I was like, oh, that sounds really, that sounds really quite lovely and, and seeing where it would take me. And it turned into this lovely little thing. And who knows, we might actually do something with it, you know, and, and, and see if we can turn it into a little song or something. But that's how, I think that's the beautiful part of art and creativity is that it has those sorts of moments that just kind of delight you in a way. And, and, and you see, it's like, oh, here's something that just kind of came out of me and and I didn't know that that was was there and art can really just connect us to who the person we are is totally I I love that music is such a fascinating thing to me because personally I'm not all that musically inclined at least like uh 
I don't have the skill set with a lot of these instruments and stuff. A little bit of guitar, which I played around with and had some cool moments. But um, well, actually, I was hanging out with Ash a lot before, and he has a uh, electronic music machine, which is pretty good for me because with something like that, I know how to control electronics enough. I understand music enough to be able to find sound and like find flow. Um, but with, with an electronic machine, it's kind of nice because I can access an instrument that I don't necessarily know how to play, but I can kind of coordinate it. And I think, um, from my years as a filmmaker and kind of leading and organizing different departments and things like that, it's given me a skill of being able to kind of oversee something. So like, um, you know, almost like orchestrate. Uh, and with this electronic machine, we've done some really fun things together where we're just hanging out and we're finding the music. And it's really neat because we'll take turns. One of us will will operate the machine and the other one will kind of sit back and kind of in, enjoy it. And it's it's interesting because there's, you do kind of discover it as you let yourself play somebody who everything is actually quite new like i don't have a lot of experience with it um it's kind of like being a kid with a toy you know you you just all of a sudden you discover a sound and go oh that's really cool but it's but i actually found that he's very musically inclined and has a lot of experience but even for him he has the same experience and um my almost like newness to it um i found kind of gives him some inspiration to find newness in something that he's quite familiar with but his familiarity gives me a certain level of guidance so that I can kind of direct my discoveries a little bit better. Cause he'll be like, well, you know, you could try doing this, you know, with that sound, or you could add this one in. And that's really cool to me. You know, like music is such a fascinating explore exploration. And I think that, you know, something about art, like just that's coming up for me is that your art doesn't always have to know where it's going. It's mm -hmm. just, about sometimes just venturing out into it, you know, and going like, let me try. You know, I think play is such an important element to it is like, let me, because when you really lose yourself, like what we talked about last week about like disappearing into your art, when you're discovering and you're like really just kind of finding it, you literally disappear and it doesn't really matter. All that matters and all that is reality in that moment when you're fully doing it is the music, which I find to be, an absolutely fascinating thing from a creative side, you know, mm -hmm. like you literally just, the music is all that seems to exist for, for even a brief moment, but it almost feels like an eternity. And then when it's done, you know, when you're done with it, you're like, wow, that was so great. That was so fulfilling. You just like have such a, like a full cup of life inside of you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And, and, one thing that you touched on there, you know, sort of implicitly in what you were saying is another weird little benefit to having some sort of art that you, that you are committed on some level to just doing for its own sake, you know? Um, and that is, there's this sense of connection and, you know, that that comes through just doing the work itself and 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 that kind of creativity but the connection that you you form with others as well you know people who share in a passion like that you know i know it's still 
more challenging these days to to kind of have that same sense of community. But, you know, if you've got somebody that you can go and jam with, someone that you can go and paint with, someone that you can go and, and you know, like my, my wife has been doing pottery for the last number of years. And, you know, it's part of the joy of it is in that community, you know, in having those people that you are creating stuff with and you're seeing what they're doing and they're seeing what you're doing. And some people have more experience. Some people have less experience and everyone's sharing in this, this art. Everyone is sharing in, in growing in this craft. That's, you know, that's just, everyone's there simply for the joy of doing it. Yeah. You know, and it's like, and pottery is an interesting one because there is something that's extremely practical about it. You know, you can make bowls and plates and cups and things that you need, but nobody's really there because it's like, oh, I need a new plate set. <laughs> you know, that's not why somebody goes and learns pottery. It's like, it's like, hey, look, if you just need a new set of plates, you can, you know, it's far easier for you to <laughs> just go <laughs> and buy a set than to learn how to do pottery and and do that. Like, that's a cool thing to work towards as far as, but there's, that's, again, it's not the reason why someone's there. That's not the reason why someone's taking that. It's, it's there to to nurture a, a curiosity. It's there to nurture um, some sort of, of creative spark that's that's in you that, that wants to see something um, happen. And again, you know, pottery is an interesting one because like, it is almost like magic. Like if you never watched like a great potter, like go on YouTube and watch somebody throw a, um, something on the wheel and, and create some sort of whatever the hell they're making on it. You know, a, a pot, a, 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 a cup, a, a vase, a, like any, there's so many different things, but just like watch somebody do that and it's like it is like magic like you're just watching something take shape in front of your eyes and watch the level of focus and attention that that potter has where it's just like it's just it's just this thing that's happening you know like there's such a deep level of attention that's going on there um yeah i don't know where i was going with that necessarily but it's uh Take it away, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, 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 I like, I mean, I like what you're talking about. It's, it, you know, watching your art form before your eyes and, you know, and also the, I think, you know, something that's coming up for me actually, as you're talking about is kind of like the law of appreciation, you know, in art where art is sometimes, you know, it doesn't always have to be you doing the art yourself. Sometimes it can be appreciation. I was thinking about like mm. watching this person put this pottery together and, how you're appreciating that and watching the magic of that. It's not much unlike going to a concert and watching musicians play great music um, or just Ash and I hanging out and what both of us watching each other, try to find music, you know, that that's as much a part of it as the actual doing it. Mm. I think, um, you know, I think there's, I think a little of both is important. I think maybe finding your way back to your art, isn't just about you finding your way back to your art. So like, what am I creating? But like, what are others creating? What, what, what am I interested in? What do I want to see, you know, um, develop? And another thought that was coming up for me as you were talking would be even before you even mentioned the pottery thing was I was thinking about, you know, us and our journey together 
as artists and we wrote scripts together and I've told people about our process and I've had writers like ask me, will you do that with me? Because when I told them about how we did it, they were like, they, they were just so enamored by it. Like they thought it was such a cool process that we like our process just to give people an idea was we would get together and we'd write everything together. That was kind of our thing. Yeah. <laughs> I've written in different ways with other writers, but with you, we always did it where we got together and we sat down and we talked and we worked through the script together. And sometimes we would stand up and act out the scene. We would, you know, not just not act it out, but physically try and make it make sense in our minds and our bodies. And we would really explore it. And it was, um, it was a slower process as far as productivity, but also it, it garnered a lot of the time better results because we were very patient. And when one of us came up with something that was maybe a little bit cliche, we had the other kind of be like, well, I think there's a little bit of like, it's not really like, it's, you know, we, we would challenge it. We would challenge each other's ideas. And that really created a lot of learning for me. I attribute I, I a lot of our writing to something that really helped me flourish as a screenwriter later, because um, when you're off on your own as a writer and you're not sharing your creative process with someone, your, your own tripe ideas or cliche concepts of stuff, they don't get checked, at least not until you're done a draft. But with you and I, whenever we wrote a first draft, it was really more like a, a third or fifth draft because we had had so many um, editing moments. But the the amazing thing about it was the way we worked together, at least in my experience, was not like, it wasn't like there was an editor in the room. The editor was like a creative addition in our process. Like we weren't being critical of each other. We were just trying to push the bar up on each other's level. Like just let's mm. just raise the bar a little bit. Um, yeah. So, I mean, those, those, those days of us writing scripts, like I love the days where we got together and, and wrote and worked on our scripts together. Um, not only did we connect as friends and get to talk about art, but like, I learned a lot. Um, it was great to be able to connect with someone about it. Um, one other thing I'll share Evan is like, I just remembered this. Remember we had the crazy chair, the crazy chair for, <laughs> for our audience was oh, someone yeah. was writing, but the other person was sitting on the chair that wasn't writing. And we called it the crazy chair because you don't have control of the words of the keyboard, but the crate, like you're like a backseat driver. Yeah. <laughs> and it kind of makes you a little crazy, but at the same time, it was kind of a funny thing. And we just kind of called it like, who's in the crazy chair right now and who's writing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it just reminds I... me of these funny little things that happen as you kind of just put time and effort and energy into your art. Right. Yeah. 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 Oh man. I forgot about the crazy chair. <laughs> You know, it was interesting too, because when you were talking about, oh, how I, ex some, when I explained our process to, to, to other people and I was just thinking, what was our process? But yeah. you, then <laughs> I'm glad you recapped it. Cause it's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, 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 that's about what it was. But yeah, you know, it's like when you have people coming together for a, a, a common passion and especially when that passion is. You know, like there's a lot of, there's a lot of different passions that bring people together, you know, and sometimes it's, 
something like a cause, you know, or, um, you know, trying to, trying to some form of activism or something like that. But there's something about art that, you know, still it occupies this other space. And something I want to bring in here, which was, you had mentioned this before we started recording, and I really wanted to to bring it back up into this conversation because it's something that uh, that I have... I, I totally agreed with you when you said it, which was essentially like you were drawing this this connection between art and celebration, which I just love that. And in fact, I've been I have a blog article that's been like rattling around in my head for probably about a year now <laughs> that I've been wanting to write called um, called uh, acting acting as a celebration or um, as sort of a working title, but, you know, the whole, the whole essence of it being like, you know, this question of, you know, why do we act? You know, why do actors act? And why do, why do artists art? You know, why do we, we do it? And there's a lot of different answers and, and I don't want to say affirmatively that there is only one answer with this at all, because everyone has something, but I think that there is, celebration might be some kind of a unifying thing that 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 we can i don't know not grab onto but it's there's there's something to that for me um and i base that sort of off of i think it's something that i heard in an alan watts talk <laughs> once upon a time just to just to bring just to bring the man back into the into the room here um, but you know, it, it was some talk where he, at some moment he was, he was speaking to how life is a celebration of itself and that struck me as, you know, being someone who's an actor and who teaches acting. And I thought it was like, well, acting is, has long been said is, is a reflection of life. You know, it's, and many things that are true in life are true in acting. You know, there's, there's so many parallels because it deals so, acting deals so directly with the human experience and what it is to be human. What is, what it, is it to be alive? Um, so there's, there's things that, that are so, um, that parallel each other so, so closely and, I kind of took that on and thought, and she's like, well, if it's, if, if, if acting is the same as, as life in this instance, then acting is also a celebration of itself, which is a celebration of life, you know, and every time we get up and we're doing it, we are celebrating it. We are celebrating, you know, the whole human experience. We are celebrating the fact that we are somehow fucking here which defies which defies all logic you know what i mean um and what does that mean you know what does that mean for us but ultimately like celebration is i think is one of the most beautiful things that that we have and you know art is in many ways an invitation to um to celebrate 
it is an infra- it, it is an invitation to celebrate. <laughs> we got tongue tied. <laughs> um, <laughs> it'll happen now and then. It is a celebration. Yeah, you know, like uh, something I think about a lot is um, how, you know, if you were in just pure survival mode, you wouldn't, you wouldn't really have time for leisure. You wouldn't have time for art. You wouldn't have um, room to take a moment, you know, to, to, to even to meditate, to just breathe, right? And I think that when you take a moment with your art, you're saying, I'm taking a moment to breathe. I'm taking a moment to, to live to to celebrate the fact because like if you look at most movies for example i skipped thought there but if you look at most movies they're about the struggle in life they're about the challenges we face they're you know plays like this they're about these social challenges and stuff like that and when you're in those they're very all consuming you know especially when it's high stakes and and, and heightened and heightened kind of part but art what it does is it kind of allows you like if you think about it like you're taking a moment to reflect on that it's very meditative of life because really mm-hmm. what you're doing is you're reenacting like life and whether that life has happened in actuality or not there's a a truth that gets carried in art and i mean just this is with filmmaking or music or painting or whatever else you want to throw in there there's this kind of truth that gets carried with it and that truth is a meditative reflection upon what it is to be alive, what it is to be human, what it is to be good, bad, you know, um, what it is to be, to have fault, to, to um, overcome. And I think that when an artist is truly dialed in to their own like authentic vision, their own values, when they're really like, in line with what they want to celebrate in the world, they pick better work. They, even if the work is a, is a collaboration, they don't just do things that are like, like to make a buck because that's not like, in a sense, that's, that's a robbery of what art is. You know, art is not about being a machine. It's not about like, we've made an industry, we made business out of art. But I think the real artists, the people particularly who have healthier kind of longer, long, like our longevity in their creative careers, um, the people who actually make stuff of meaning and impact, they, they choose their work well, and they choose it for reasons that are not always so obvious to everyone else. Like, I remember when we met Rob Reiner down in uh, Los Angeles, and we got to kind of go to his talk and I had the good fortune of being able to ask him some direct questions and talk with him, which I really was one of the most memorable moments in my life. But I remember him talking about how he got Spinal Tap made and how it was just something that he just really believed in. And he was really trying to convince people, like, I have this idea and this thing and it had never really been done before. And then I remember him talking about Stand By Me and how he but it related to something in his childhood and he was really just celebrating something in his childhood that he felt like he could communicate and connect with. And I think to me, um, when I think about like these artists who really, they, they're, they're like in this timeless kind of art where they're, they're a part of that, or they, they created, or they just participate in it. It's something that they had an internal like life connection to. 
And I think the celebration thing you're talking about, it, it, it has a lot of parallels to that because that's kind of why you do it. You're like, you're celebrating the struggle or you're celebrating a time in your life or you're celebrating an experience and you're sharing it. And it's just really, really beautiful when you stop to take a moment and consider what are we doing here? I mean, even to make music with your friend, like I was doing with Ash, it's like, what a great celebration of just hanging out and creating together. You know, you and I doing a script, whatever it might be. And like, I look back in my life and I'm like, these are going to be probably the moments that are some of the most important moments in my life. And at the time, we're just doing them. They weren't really, Yeah, I wasn't there going like, this is going to be the most important moment in my life. But now in hindsight, looking back, I'm like, wow, like I wouldn't trade those for anything. Hey, it's Evan with a quick public service announcement. If you're enjoying the conversation you're hearing and finding it helpful, then please help us and take a second to subscribe to the podcast. And we can all be people helping other people. And that's awesome. Now back to the show. Yeah. 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 Oh, man, you said so many, so many great things there. Um, something that I, I can't remember which part of it that you were talking about that that sparked something for me, but it was, um, you know, one of the beautiful things about having some sort of art and look, we always kind of, you know, just because we are who we are, we, we kind of cover a lot of the same art forms over and over again. Like, but there's so many different ones that we usually don't mention in the midst of a conversation, like things I've been thinking about. It's like, Oh, well, like baking and, and, and cooking and stuff like that's, that's an art too. Like there's so many, other, um, places, woodworking, uh, you know, like there's, there's just tons of stuff. So it's finding some kind of art, but every art, you know, when you really spend time with it, when you really spend time with it and really, um, throw yourself into it, one thing that they all do, um, is that they, they all teach you, they, they all teach you. They all teach you a lot of really deep, profound lessons. And, um, and in many ways, when you get into an art form, uh, it's a relationship. Uh, that's the best way that, you know, in my own experience, I can sort of describe it. It's like you have a relationship with this thing that you're doing um, that feels very personal at least it does for me. It feels like a very personal thing and it's teaching you things, you know, and, and it's a lifelong teacher as well. I think that's one of the beautiful things about art is it's not, there, there's no, you know, we talk about this a lot about just in terms of life, like there's no arrival point. Well, art's kind of beautiful like that too, because art is like life in that way. Art is life, um, in, in probably every respect, but, it, it is constantly, um, it's constantly teaching you. It, it's, it's constantly got something new to share. There's never a point in no, no matter how long you've been doing in art, no matter if you are considered a master in what you do. Um, it's really just to say that you have a very strong and healthy relationship with that thing that you're doing, but you're still learning from it. You're a master because you can, because in many ways it has made you humble. You know, there's a humility that comes with master artists. Usually I think, I mean, I guess there's maybe some, some pretty egotistical people who make it through there, but 
for the most part. You know, masters have, have kind of had so many lessons handed to them through what they're doing. I know that like certainly acting has, has done that for me. Like it's, it, it teaches art forms, teach you lessons in, in, in patience. It teaches, teaches you lessons in, you know, letting go of yourself. Like we were talking about last week, like, you know, about your ego and, and identity and, you know, all of, uh, it has a lot that it can show us about, about who we are in that respect. And it never stops. And that's, I think just another, another reason why having an art that you do in your life is important. Mm. Someone I met, um, who actually is going to probably come on the podcast. Um, he, uh, he was telling me about how he never understood Picasso and how he looked at it. And he's like, what is this jumble? Like this image, like, I don't get this. I don't understand why anybody cares or why this is even relevant. <laughs> and he said that, um, you know, maybe he'll go more into this if, if we get him on, but he, he was talking about how, like, I understood it when my kid came home with a piece of art and it was kind of this little bit like a jumbled thing. And he began to realize like in that moment that when his kid was creating art, he was expressing the way he saw it. He was taking something that made sense to him on the inside. And he, he, I didn't see the particular picture, but the way he described it sounded so profound. And his kid's like eight years old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like this little eight-year-old is really just dialed in because he just, he didn't, he wasn't trying to make the perfect picture. He was expressing an image of something based on how he thought mm. and, and how he found that this should be structured and put together. And yeah, it wasn't a model image of what had happened, but it had like an authenticity. And then he said that once he had this experience through his kid creating art, he's like, I get it now. Like art is not just about trying to model something and trying to copy it and trying to make a perfect image of it or, you know, you know, trying to make it this perfect, pristine thing. It's about taking what's inside of you and sharing that and, and having a real authentic thing. Like you're not doing it to try and like, I know this will be a great idea. This will really get people thinking. It's like, it's, it's actually denying the right way to do it. And instead letting yourself have a truth, like a true way of doing it. And that art, when you think about it, that's the kind of art that's memorable. That's the kind of art that's like unforgettable. You know, I, I, I had a similar experience with Picasso because, and I'm sure many people do, and they might even still be there. We're like, I don't get it. I don't get Picasso, but here's the thing. I'll tell you this interesting thing about Picasso is that when you see a Picasso painting, you almost don't forget it. <laughs> yeah. You know, but I've seen so many paintings that are like these incredibly like spot on perfect images of like, you know, a, a human face, for example. And I honestly don't like, they're like a blur, but then a Picasso is like, it, it has a certain element to it, which is like, this is so one of a kind. It's so unique in its expression. And so like, 
I think like something that I really kind of want to encourage in myself and I suppose encourage in our listeners is like, what if you let go of the boundaries? What if you let go of what's right and wrong? What if you opened up to truth? And and by truth, I don't mean like an explicit truth that everyone agrees on, but your truth, your, you know, your true sense of expression and emotion. And what if that was something that doesn't even make sense to you right now? And the only way you're ever going to stumble upon it is if you venture inside and let the inside come out onto the the canvas or into the song or in through the movie. And I think that I'm, you know, as I kind of mature and get, you know, I just grow up as an artist, something that I've begun to realize is like, art is so much more than I ever thought it was, and so much simpler than I ever thought it was as well, all at the same time. You know, because I think my very early version of artistic expression was just kind of like under this guise of like, there's a right and wrong way to do it. There's a uh, there's a a bad, a good, and a better, and a best way of doing it. And I think all of those are actually like, in art defies all of that. It actually, it's it's so subjective and so experiential that, and it's so timely. Like a movie or a painting or a song you love at one moment might not be the same song you just love at another. And that's kind of what art is. It's, it doesn't have to it doesn't always have to be the best, the right, the greatest. It can be the greatest in a moment and then it can kind of go away. And then it, you can come back to it at another spot in your life. And you're like, oh, I love this song, this movie, this painting. But like there could have been a huge gap in the, in between where it didn't, it wasn't really relevant and didn't really matter. And yet you can have these bottle cap moments and even more moments beyond that, where all of a sudden it's this great thing all over again. So, you know, I think this kind of like finding your way back to art could be like, maybe you watched a movie when you were younger, forgot all about it, come back to it. And then you come back to it and you're like, wow, I'm seeing this movie all over again with new eyes. And it's all of a sudden magical to me all over again. And I'm just using a movie. It could be a song, could be a painting, could be who knows what, right? Um, and I think this is kind of where the, the appreciation element you brought in we brought in some interesting ones. The law of kind of the law of process. <laughs> like we brought so many laws into this conversation. It's just such a fascinating thing to me because this conversation in and of itself is celebrating coming back to art. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, look, beer. Let's just have a beer. Let's, let's have a beer moment. Let's all right, yeah, let's do it. It seems like that's the, the that's the 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 air has seems to uh, be calling for it. <laughs> Sometimes there's nothing to say. You just gotta let yeah. it be. All right, uh, I'll go first. Okay, I'll, I'll talk about this. I'm I'm drinking um, I'm drinking a beer called Subnautica from Parallel Forty Nine. I don't know if you can see that. Uh, it's got like a little scuba man on it and, uh, it's a Citra wit beer. It's a Citra wit beer and it's good. It's good. It's got a nice sort of, nice sort of flavor. Nice, nice 
nice wit beer kind of vibe to it and uh very easy to drink and uh it's it's a winner it's a winner winners are good (laughs) um i'm having a nice canadian beer from jasper brewing co and uh i'm traveling through alberta right now venturing venturing through the province and seeing some things that i've never seen before and it's been really beautiful and amazing um Anyway, I go to Jasper. I'm going to go hang out there in a few days, but I decided that I would get one of one of theirs. Uh, this is a crisp Pilsner. It's called the Crisp Pills. And it's, uh, you know, kind of a classic, classic little can there. Um, yeah, it's great. It's really nice. It's a really nice. I don't really have a lot to say other than, you know, it's a good Pilsner and I just kind of thought, hey, you know what? I'll pick it up, and it's uh, it's one that I've never had before, which is always nice. And it's always nice to be traveling through somewhere and to be able to kind of, you know, I think one of the things I always love about you know this whole podcast and all these conversations is that we've always kind of taken a moment to celebrate craft brew. You know, it's kind of something we've been doing, the art of it, and it's nice to go to these different breweries and you have a very like standardized kind of beer, a pilsner. But then it's all new again, you know, because it's a new it's a new craft. It's a new version of it. It's a a little tweak, you know, in this. Um, it's just something that I'm taking a moment now to, like, appreciate, you know, it's like and there's so many different expressions of beer, <laughs> you know, and yeah. equally all good in their own way, but equally all different in their own way, too. Yeah. yeah. All right. So what have we. You know, we've been talking about I, I you know I feel like we've been making a, a lot of different cases for for why you know get getting back to and to an art if you've been neglecting it or you know if you're a person who you know hasn't really been involved in art I think that we're you know hopefully making a good case for you know looking into it looking into to trying something out um what more what more uh you know, can we, can we cover in this, you know, like there's all the, the useful things that this serves, all of the, um, you know, there's sort of benefits to, to being in an art and, and being involved with one. So what well, else I mean, we got to say about this, Brandon? Like something I've been thinking about a lot is I feel like, you know, we take life too serious. I think, I think that people people take life too serious when they don't have this is my opinion people take life too serious when they don't have a connection to something more when they don't have passion and purpose and when they don't have a sense of self that is beyond productivity and beyond survival and beyond just doing their job and like I want to scream from the fucking hilltops. You're not a machine. You're not a robot. You're not something that is an automated thing. You are a expression and it's absolutely unique through every human being. And you might not think that anything is special about you, but like I'm, 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 I'm calling out to our audience. I'm saying, listen, you, you listening, not the other guy, not your friend them too, but that's not who I'm talking about. I'm talking to you. You 
have something inside of you that is absolutely one of a kind and you do yourself a disservice by neglecting it. And I, and it sends chills through my spine because I just think people need to hear that. I think they need to wake the fuck up and realize that you are not meant to be a carbon copy of everyone else. And you're not meant to do as others do. You're meant to do as you do. You're meant to have your own thoughts. You're meant to think critically. And I don't care what school taught you. I don't care what everyone else is doing. What I care about is what you do and what you want to do and what's in your heart. And I don't care if people don't like it. And I don't care if they don't like you and you shouldn't either because it doesn't fucking matter. What matters is that it's your life right now. And you have the freedom to express it. And don't let anybody ever tell you that you have to do it the way someone else does. Do it your way. And if that means, like, it fucking sends chills through my spine because this is your life and don't give it up. Do not give it up for anything and don't give it up to be fucking liked. Let that go. Let it go today, this moment, this instant. I want you to go on your Facebook profile and you take that little fucking like button at the bottom corner and you say, I do not give a shit whether someone likes this, hates this, cries at this, or whatever their fucking thing is in relation to me. It does not matter because this is my life and I'm doing what I feel I need to do. And I think an artist, it takes fucking massive courage to do that. It takes massive courage and to realize that you're free that you are free to express yourself and that yes, we all go through school and yes, a lot of us get bullied and some of us are the bullies. And if you've been the bully back the fuck off. And if you've been bullied, stand up, you know, because your art and your life, it's not just your art. It's your expression. It's your celebration of you. It's your celebration of all of us. And you know what? I, the underdog, the person that doesn't think they can do it, the person that doesn't think they matter, I'm talking to you especially because you need to hear it more than ever, in my opinion, you know, that you are not nothing. You are out there and you are doing something. And even if you feel like <clears throat> you haven't found it yet, you haven't done it yet, it's never too late. Because if you're hearing this right now, it can all start today. It could all turn. Your whole, your whole thing can turn around. And, uh, you know, I see a lot of people and I see a lot of... Um, man, I'm on a soapbox here, but I see a lot of people and they, they're depressed and they're discouraged and they're scared and they're anxious. And I'm just like, you know what, you know what the answer to that self-expression attention, you know, putting your energy into your art, putting your energy into your hobby, putting your energy into play, you know, like if, if the ship's going down, fucking dance on the bow, you know what I mean? Like let's enjoy the fucking ride. Cause this is life. And this is, this is what gives people courage. You know, when you see children play and you think about them not being able to express themselves, not being able to play, not being able to have fun, not being able to connect with each other. To me, that fucking bothers me. It boils my fucking blood. And I don't ever want to, I don't want to rob children of childhood. You know, I don't want to rob adults of childhood. I don't want people to get robbed of their art and their expression. And man, you know, I guess this has been under the surface a lot recently because I know what it's like to be depressed. I know what it's like to go through a hard time. I know what it's like to look into the bleak fucking darkness and not see anything in the future and not know how you're going to get through it. And I can tell you that you're going to find out that when you're in the darkest moment of your life, you're the fucking light. So light the fuck up. 
you know, find out whatever that is that lights you up and light this fucking dark world up because it's on you and it's on me and it's on all of us. We got to light the fuck up. We got to be individuals. We got to figure out what makes us passionate, what makes us fucking want to play, want to connect, want to do this stuff. We are not meant to be separate little things that are against each other, fighting about right and wrong and all this bullshit. We're meant to connect. We're meant to work together. We're meant to create together. And we're meant to celebrate life, as you put it, Evan. We are meant to be here to create together. This is this is on all of us to light the fuck up. So, you know what? I, I We did start this as kind of a PSA, like go back to your art. And I'm not telling anybody what's right or wrong, but I'm telling you that, that your spirit and my spirit, these things matter. And we need to start cherishing them and celebrating them. And we need to embrace the fact that we all have them. And if, if, if you don't want to participate, then that's fine. But those of you that do, I don't want you to, to think that you are somehow excluded because you're in this and you matter and it does matter. And you're going to find out if you just, if you just take a step into it, you're going to find out that it does, you know, and maybe if you take one, you'll take two. And if you take two, you'll take a few more. And then who knows where you'll be pretty soon. So just go for it. Cause fucking, you never know. You just never know how short this life might be. And you might as well, I can celebrate every last little ounce of it. It matters. So <laughs> Evan, <laughs> I'm sure you have some other thoughts and don't feel like you need to say anything on that, but look, we got a man like, our, like, like life is not robotic. It just is not. Yeah. And, um, yeah, man, like there, there's, there's, I almost, I, I, I was considering for a second just being like, I think I might just hit the stop button after right, <laughs> right after that. Cause I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how to, how to, how to follow that man. Like other than with like an aim, then, then an amen. It doesn't matter. Cause you don't, it doesn't matter about following it. Like, this is something like, I, I relate to that. Cause you know, sometimes you'll say something like, I don't know what else to say. You know, you end a podcast and you said something really profound or whatever passionate, but it's like, it doesn't matter because the thing is, is what we all need to see is that we don't have to be better than each other. We don't have to top anything. We don't have to even match it. We just have to we just have to be true to ourselves, you know? And I mean, like, I, I don't well, know. Sometimes man. it's really, it's a case of like, like, I don't know if anything more needs to be said beyond sure. that. You know, sometimes sure. there's something to be, to be said for, <laughs> for being like, okay, <laughs> like it has been, it has been said, it has been like, and, and me to, to add one more brush stroke to this would be one brush stroke too many, but I guess we're there's we're not done because here we are we're still talking. <laughs> well, you know maybe there's something in that. You know, uh, I think you raise a good point. You know, sometimes you don't need another brushstroke, and you know, I think uh, sometimes it is just about stopping and going. Okay, like, like I, I do I do appreciate that side of it. You know that it's it's enough. You know there doesn't need to be any more. Like this can this can be as it is at least for now. You know, I think um, something with scripts that I've realized or screenplays is like you write a script and then you get to a point where you finish it. And then maybe you do a few drafts and you don't really know what else to do. And you just let it sit there for a little while. You let it breathe. You let it have some time, you know, and then you can, but sometimes 
you can only bring something so far at a certain point. I mean, I'm sure that this conversation that we've had, like, I feel like, honestly, and I, I don't mean to be kind of arrogant or somehow prideful or egotistical about what I just said, but I do feel like what I just said was a really important moment for me and for us, because I do feel like it was one of those things that's going to help us put a building block towards everything we're trying to do with this podcast, you know, and I don't think it was too far off from anything that you're thinking about or really the way you see the world. But, you know, sometimes I think the great thing about these conversations is we have a moment to say some of the stuff out loud and share it and communicate it. And the, the, I think what was kind of interesting for me was when I was sharing that it was so deeply in my truth that it lit my body up in a way that I remember feeling when I was a kid where it was just like, let's fucking do this shit. Let's go for it. Let's fucking, let's play the game. Let's, let's do the thing. And just, you know, like playing sports and it's like, let's, let's score the goal. Let's win the game. You know, it's just this like aliveness that I just like tapped into for a moment. And at the very least for me, it reminds me like, that's what I'm after. You know, that's what makes, that's what reminds me why life is such a gift. What's why it's so cherished, like, you know, and I think about those dark moments that I went to where I almost felt like so empty that I just didn't even know if I wanted to continue on. And I think, man, was that guy disconnected from that feeling? Because that feeling, that guy just, you know, when I'm tapped into that, like, that's just like, it's beyond, it's beyond, it's, it's, it's like life force is just like oozing through my body. You know, it, like I was, I was, and I'm still to some degree right now, I'm like vibrating with life inside of me. Um, and, and I think also like, I'll just say this, cause I don't want to keep going, but as I say that to other people, I always remind myself, I'm also saying that to myself, you know, these are exactly the things that, that I want to tell myself now, and even my younger self and my older self, these are the things. And I'm so glad these conversations get recorded because there's something that I can go back to and be like, I need to, I need to listen to that part again. You know, I need mm -hmm. to listen to that because that's what I need right now. And it's recorded and it's there and I have it. And there's nothing Sometimes there's nothing more powerful than hearing your younger self <laughs> tell you, <laughs> yeah, you know, and remind you like, oh yeah, that guy at that moment, at least he, he had it. He knew what he was talking yeah. about. Yeah. Well, it was somewhere around the 47th minute there, Brandon. <laughs> okay. Well, somewhere thanks, around the 47th minute. <laughs> um, but, and I'm, I, I've sort of been able to like collect myself from, from everything that you had to say and, and and sort of distill some things down and what I, I took from what, from what you said and really what I hear you saying, and, you know, maybe it wasn't really what you were saying, but here's how I took it, which is that it means something and it's important. And it's something that we need to give space to in our lives because you know art is always one of the things that it always 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 takes the back seat in our education system and then you know in our lives it's like it's this you know it's like oh it's this frivolous luxury 
is how it's treated. And it's like, yeah, you know what? Like it doesn't, it doesn't put food in your stomach and it doesn't put a roof over your head necessarily, you know, like for, for most people, but it is still a fucking matter of life and death. Art is always in the business of life and death. It's just deals with life and death in a, in a different way. It deals with the life and death of, of our humanity. It deals with the life and death of our souls, as you would say. That, like, how can you neglect that? How can we neglect that? You know, it's, it's life and death of, of the, the truest parts of ourselves. You know, it's, it's about great art, you know, like, like for me, and, and this is often, you know, music speaks to me probably more than any other thing in this way, but like, sometimes there's just a song and, and it just, it just reaches into my guts, you know, like it just, it just somehow like through the way that this this has been put together and the way that this was created just reaches into me and and it just pulls everything it pulls on everything and 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 that's the that's what i'm talking about that's what i think we're talking about is is that shit that reaches into you and makes you feel fucking something it makes you feel some kind of of life that's more real than than the the than the normal bullshit that we do that we call life. That's what art reaches into. That's what art is trying to access in each and every single one of us. It's, it's where we find some way to, to talk about it. And, you know, someone who, uh, I won't get this correct again as usual, but like, you know, I've said this on the podcast before. It's a quote from Frederick Buchner, but basically, you know, he said that like in a world that, that, that very much steers clear of talking about anything holy. Art is one of the few places where we can still speak of holy things. I don't mean that in, in a religious way. I mean, in the way that we've been talking about it here, it's like, it's like, what is the, like the raw truth of who we are? What is that thing? It's important and it means something. Coming back to what you, I was getting from, you know, your soapbox speech, which was fantastic. It was absolutely wonderful, but it's important. It means something. I'm simply just trying to illustrate why the fuck that thing is important. Why that thing is like something is like, don't take it lightly. Don't take it passively. If you're not creating, you're, you're just dying and you're, and you're destroying. Create, create, create. Take as many opportunities as you can to do that. Thank you for listening in on our conversation today. We hope you found something helpful that you can carry forward with you. Head over to our website, wayoftheartist.com, for more free exclusive material and learn about the show. If you haven't already, please support us by subscribing to the show, sharing it with people you know, and keeping compassionate, creative conversation going.